to Bible Bedtime. I am Dana, and I am your host. I'm so blessed by your presence here, and if this is your very first time at Bible Bedtime, then welcome. Here at this podcast, we join together to fall asleep peacefully to the Word of God, and to help you do that, I read a full chapter of the Bible. And I do it in a soft voice, playing peaceful sound effects and music that help your brain relax and stop those daily thoughts from cycling over and over and keeping you awake. Everything in your life that has happened up to this point is done. It's gone. There's nothing you can do to make any changes. And the things in your life after right now haven't come yet. Worrying about them or thinking about them or or even planning for them. Well, that's not what right now is all about. <laughs> right now it's the time And through your sleep, your brain has the opportunity to reset. And this allows you tomorrow or the next day after you have had a good night's sleep. Allows you to put your experiences that have happened before now into perspective and to view them in a way that allows you to see their context within the time frame of eternity. What seems so monumental to you and me today is like a grain of sand in the entire ocean compared to the eternity of time and God's plan for us. There are very few things that are worth 
staying awake for. But there are a myriad of reasons why getting a good night's sleep is not only good for your body, but can be a form of worship to your creator. You see, God, God designed our bodies to require eight hours of sleep every day. That's one third of our time spent in sleep. And if God designed us to spend one third of our day doing something, I imagine that he considers it to be pretty important. And if something is important to God, then when we are obedient to his plans, then we are worshiping. When we place that eight hours at the feet of God, we are saying, yes, Lord, yes, I honor you and I serve you. we do each night, we will take three deep breaths. And as you take these breaths tonight, I'd like you to imagine that your night's sleep is a precious gift. You laying that box down at God's feet as a gift of worship to your Creator. Here we go. Exodus 4, out of the New International Version. Moses answered 
what if they do not believe me or or listen to me and say the Lord did not appear to you then the Lord said to him what is that in your hand a staff he replied the Lord said throw it on the ground Moses threw it on the ground and it became a snake and he ran from it then the Lord said to him reach out your hand and take it by the tail so Moses reached out and took hold of the snake and it turned back into a staff in his hand this said the Lord is so that they may believe that the Lord the God of their fathers the God Abraham the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has appeared to you then the Lord said put your hand inside your cloak so Moses put his hand into his cloak and when he took it out the skin was leprous. It had become as white as snow. Now put it back into your cloak, he said. So Moses put his hand back into his cloak, and when he took it out, it was restored like the rest of his flesh. Then the Lord said, if do not believe you or pay attention to the first sign they may believe the second but if they do not believe these two signs or listen to you take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground the water you take from the river will become blood on the ground Moses said to the Lord, Pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, Who gave humans their mouths? Who makes them deaf? Or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go. I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. But Moses said, Pardon your servant, Lord. Please send to someone else. And the Lord's anger burned against Moses, and he said, What about your brother, Aaron the Levite? I know he can speak well. He is already on his way to meet you, and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will help both of you speak and will teach you you what to do. He will speak 
continue the people for you and it will be as if he were your mouth and as if you were God to him but take this staff in your hand so you can perform the signs with it Then Moses went back to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said, Let me return to my own people in Egypt to see if any of them are still alive. Jethro said, Go, and I wish you well. Now the Lord had said to Moses in Midian, Go back to Egypt. For all those who wanted to kill you are dead. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey, and started back to Egypt. And he took the staff of God in his hand. The Lord said to Moses, when you return to Egypt, see that you perform before Pharaoh's all the wonders I have given you the power to do. But I will harden his heart so that he will not let the people go. Then say to Pharaoh, this is what the Lord says Israel is my firstborn son, and I told you, let my son go, so that he may worship me. But you refused to let him go, so I will kill your firstborn son. At a lodging place along the way, the Lord met. Moses, and was about to kill him. But Zipporah took a flint knife, cut off her son's foreskin, and touched Moses' feet with it. Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me, she said. So the Lord let him alone. That time she said bridegroom of blood, referring to circumcision. The Lord said to Aaron, Go into the wilderness to meet Moses. So he met Moses at the mountain of God and kissed him. Then Moses told Aaron everything the Lord had sent him to say and also about all the signs he had commanded him to perform. Moses and Aaron brought together all the elders of the Israelites and Aaron told them everything the Lord had said to Moses. He also performed the signs 
for the people and they heard that the Lord was concerned about them and had seen their misery, they bowed down and worshipped. my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord for. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one 